This week's episode is brought to you by FiddlePiddle.com, the online global toy marketplace where people come together to sell, buy, and collect toys. That's FiddlePiddle.com. And now, on with the show. Light, bright, light, bright, turn on the magic of colored lights. Just pop in the colored pegs and follow the patterns. It's easy to make beautiful pictures with Lightbright. Or create your favorite characters with Lightbright refills, like Disney's Beauty and the Beast, Tailspin, and The Little Mermaid. Light, bright, light, bright. Turn on the magic of shining light. Lightbright from Milton Bradley. When you are encouraged to be a creative child, but also discouraged from drawing on or otherwise marking on furniture or walls or hell, even pets. There was a solution decades before those Crayola markers that don't show up on anything but paper. And that solution came in colorful pegs that fit into blank spaces that were on a blank sheet of plastic. This is the story of the Light Bright. This is Toys R Us. All of my He's not very light. No, he's saying light bright, or you saying lab rat. Oh, shit, man. Same difference. Yeah, you know, same difference. Pegs. I mean, I'm a lab rat. Mm-hmm. Try to take over the world. <laughs> yes. North! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another brand new episode of Toys R Us. A weekly trip back in time, like Huey Lewis. <sighs> to learn how and why a toy we grew up with was made. My name is Richard Hunt. And with me, as always, is my cousin and co-host, Brian Muth. Hello. Dude, I fucking loved my light bright. You know, I never had one. Oh, man. It was but, a highlight of my childhood. Ah, see what you did there. See, the thing about it is my parents were all like, oh, no, you're going to lose all the pegs. Yeah. Or, oh, you're going to try and stab your sister with the pegs. I mean, they weren't wrong on either. That's account, true. But, you know, I had a ton of Legos. I was, I was responsible with my Legos. I feel like the same people, though, that would not buy somebody a light bright would buy them Battleship, and they're pretty much the same fucking peg. Yeah. And you know? I guess you had Battleship. This guy right here. Yeah, see? Okay. Can't get pets for a light bright, but sure, here's the fucking sink my goddamn Battleship. Yeah, sink my fucking Battleship. Let's go. We start our tale in 1966. Where we meet up wow. with your cousin, Marvin Glass. Oh, Marvin? You remember Marvin Glass from his help in forming Simon. I do. Well, Marvin was on a business trip with two men named Harry Stan and Bert Meyer from Marvin's Chicago toy design firm, Marvin Glass and & Associates. And Associates. These three gentlemen were walking down Fifth Avenue in New York City while in town for the 1966 Toy Fair. And ding, Toy Fair. When they spotted a colorful window display that used hundreds of, hundreds of colorful lights. The trio was awestruck by the display, as were other passerbys. 
and at that moment they felt inspired to create a toy that would mimic the same colorful light display concept, although they speculated that it might be difficult to create as a safe in-home product that would be cost-effective to manufacture. Hey Marvin, this gives me an idea. See all these lights? There's a fucking lights there. I got these great ideas. Mm-hmm, let's see it. Yeah, they got these pegs, right? And you mm. put them in the uh, in these little pieces of paper, mm-hmm. and it keeps the light out. But once you put the pegs in, boom, lights. Oh, what was the light coming from? The lights got this. We got this little light bulb in this box, right? That's what oh. you put the black thing over, and what you put the pegs in. Hmm, a box, huh? It's a box. I a like box, box of light. I like the box. It's not a bad box. It's a good box. It's good. I it's, like it. It's good. Fortunately. Bert Meyer continued to brainstorm about this idea and started working on a prototype. He envisioned a product with a single light source, a light bulb, Bing. and translucent colored plastic pegs. He fabricated plastic panels with a matrix of holes and opaque black paper sandwiched between them to serve as a background for the display. When the colored translucent pegs were inserted into the holes and the boxes plugged in, the light would shine colorfully through the plastic pegs. So, the prototype was pitched to Merrill Hassenfield. Ooh, Hassenfield. Of Hassenfield Brothers. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Hasbro. Who signed the deal within an hour. That's impressive. That's now, quick work. you have to give them credit for just consistently having their finger on the pulse. They did. They, were they do a lot of shitty shit. They pull a lot of people, buy a lot of people out that they don't really deserve to have bought out. It's true. But they're always there. Always on point. Like, they're ready. They're, they're ready to the fucking hop. Yeah, they're ready to hop in there. It's true. Lightbright was on its way into thousands of children's lives. Thanks to Hasbro. All right, I'll give you that one, Hasbro. You get some points today. So we hopped just one year forward to 1967, and the Lightbright was produced. At a price point of $6.97. That's not bad. With inflation, that's $52.52. Okay, that's less good. Yeah. The original light bright came with 400 plastic pegs in eight different colors. That's a lot of pegs. Green, blue, red, yellow, orange, pink, and purple. And then the colorless. Clear. Isn't that like Skittles colors? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Taste the rainbow. But don't taste this rainbow. Don't you're, taste this you rainbow. Die. You will have bad You're going to have just pegs in your throat. Not oh, a good idea. And then you're going to have to go get them when they come out the other end. And no, yeah, they won't be colorful anymore. They won't be so bright. No. Um, countless designs could be created using Freeform, although sets included several templates that yielded specific designs such as a flower garden, the U.S. flag, the creepy clown. The creepy fucking clown face. Oh, man. God damn, that haunted my nightmares. You know what? I saw that they made uh, a light bright nightlight that was just the clown. Jesus. That's not a thing I want to see when no, I fucking that's, like, that's not going to bring me safety. No, it will keep you safe because no fucking monsters are going to crawl out in your bed when they see that fucking That's clown. true, but it's just like, that's like saying, okay, my my parents won't let me get beaten up by anybody, but they do beat the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and traumatize me with this so goddamn this is not knife. the uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend situation. This yeah. is like, yeah, the monsters might be afraid of that clown, but that clown is going to fucking beat the shit out of you. Yeah, he's going to get He's going he's to pull guys to you. Yeah, hard. Um... They had a sailboat, a snowman, a house. Schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Uh, butterflies, a lighthouse, ducks, fruit bowl, girl and boy, steamboat, a chicken, lemonade sign, and a pumpkin. 
By 1968, stores featured an entire accessory line, including Action Light Bright, which was basically just a smarter template of the original Light Bright, mm-hmm. because basically whatever color you put, you put in, yeah, a line would show up underneath it that same color. So it like give the oh, illusion of it was moving. Motion, yeah. yeah. Um, light bright numbers, which replace the normal pegs with uh, numbers and equation marks. That sounds terrible. Oh, That's God. like taking a fun concept and making it not fun. That's what. That's like math ruins everything. It does. That or or just like that might just be because I hate math and I can't. Math. Oh, I fucking oh God, dude. I mean, I'm sure math is fun for some of you out there. I'm sorry, but for me, math is my arch enemy. Yeah, your mileage may vary. And you know, like, a lot of math goes into the creation of toys, so God bless it, but it's not my fucking forte by any means. Boy, me neither. The only class I failed in high school was physics. The only class I failed... Actually, funny story. I actually failed gym. I Freshman year, we, we had to take gym. That was... Mandatory for yeah. freshman year only. Uh, any other years that we took gym, purely optional. Okay. But we had a creeper for a gym teacher. The guys. Uh, All right. So this this may be a, a quid a bit of a sidebar here. Yes. A longer sidebar. Uh, we called him Shaggy. Okay. Because he walked like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> Just you know, like, kind of like hunched over with somehow his, arms his to knees his side. bent forward. Right. So. We had what we called, quote-unquote, the swimming unit. Mm-hmm. So where we'd all don our bathing suits and head to the pool. As you do. Right. So I'm a fat kid. Mm-hmm. I'm like the only fat kid in the class. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, Shaggy? I'm not going to I'm not gonna swim. Yeah. So he, he fucking failed me for the period, for the, for the six-week, yeah. you know, report card uh, duration, I guess. So that guy made me walk laps around the gym. Actually, you know what? Another friend of mine joined me. My friend Mike. Really cool guy. You'd like him. He lives in Florida now. He's fantastic. Um, but yeah, we just spent like that whole unit, that whole six weeks, walking around the gym class. I don't, I don't understand the point of having to take swim class in high school. Right. I had a pool. Yeah, I know how a, to swim. You had a fucking nice pool. That was a nice ass fucking pool, wasn't it? That's one of the things I remember fucking fondly was that yeah. big ass fucking pool. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Like so much fucking fun. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but was the wasn't the deck to pool ratio thrown way the fuck oh, off? Yeah, absolutely. Like, there was like no deck, all pool. No, no, no. There was. A, I was thinking the opposite because we had a ton. A of huge deck, deck and little yeah, pool. We had, we had a three tier deck. Oh, we had, like, shit, the, you're the right. The mine off the back, and then we had a little oh, secondary layer for, like, fuck, you're plants right. or, like, a hibachi grill or whatever, and then we had the pool deck. Damn. That thing. Oh. Yeah, it was glorious. You're not going to believe this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sorry to keep no, no, dragging no. this on and on, but uh, when my parents divorced, they had to sell the house. Uh-huh. And so the guy, the, the guy and his family that bought the house. Yeah. Well, he ended up splitting from his wife, but they had like 18 kids. Right. I mean, that house is cursed. Yeah. So, what do they do? They tear down the deck. Oh. They tear down the pool. They tore down the pool. That pool was less than four years old when we sold that house because it was destroyed in a storm. So, we get this new pool. 
beautiful pool. Yeah. Um, and they tear down the fucking pool. Mm-hmm. And you know what they put in its place? They left the sand where the pool was. Yeah. And they put a fucking inflatable pool on the sand where a big-ass, real-ass pool used to stand. If you look at my old address on Google Earth, you can see it. It's fucking disgusting. Why? I don't know. It's it's a subject of consternation between my oh. father and I. Every time I drive by the house, my dad asks, What now? <laughs> I'm like, well, they they continued your fine tradition of keeping Confederate flags. Uh, his is uh, historical, not racist. It's just a long story. Um, there's a bug zapper out front. Mm-hmm. There's a swing in the tree out front, which I always wanted a swing in the front because it was like the perfect tree for a swing. But do you remember... When you first roll up to my house, we had those two giant bushes yes. in front of the big picture window. Yeah. The guy took out those bushes. <laughs> and you know what? He, he keeps his go-kart there. Oh, Jesus. Fuck right under Christ. the living room fucking window. He tore down the playhouse. He tore down the shed. Why did... Why? Who hurt him? <laughs> All right. So this guy is the... Like, when you... Stop and if you visualize, if somebody says, asshole cop. Oh, okay. So he's about five foot six. Yeah, Napoleon complex. The, the high and tight haircut. Oh, balding in the back, of course. A mustache. Mm. As you do. Wears uh, army greens. Oh, of course. Uh, pants, the, the BDUs. But I guess he's like some kind of like child correctional officers runs one of those boot camps for like asshole kids yeah the guy's a real asshole and had a big ass German shepherd now I love German shepherds so that part doesn't rub me the wrong way no but the way he treats his dog oh yeah yeah they're never so this guy's a fucking asshole for why do cops hate dogs I (laughs) you know it's it's a big thing especially lately with all these fucking like Yo, I, yeah, we saw you kill that dog. Yeah, it's like... Well, it was coming at me. No, no it, it wasn't. Was it was whacking its fucking tail. It was happy. Yeah, and, shot and it then in the you forehead. blew the fucking dog away. There is absolutely no boot looking or boot licking here at Toys R no, Us. <laughs> we are... We don't care who the fuck you are. If yeah. you mistreat something or someone... Yeah, you're garbage. You're, gonna, you're getting called out, and you're fucking garbage. Yeah, and if it's just like systemic fucking racism and shit. Yeah. That's one of my big pet peeves is systemic racism. Yeah. Yeah. You're not fucking better than anybody. Yeah. Because you passed a test. Yeah. And have a badge. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the... Well, maybe not 90%, but a hefty portion of the cops in my hometown are, are the little turd nuggets that got fucking picked on in high school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now this is their way of getting back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and I'm sure that is part and parcel with a lot of small-town PDs. Yeah. I mean, I just... Now, look, there are good cops. There are very good cops. And the the good cops vastly outnumber the bad cops. Yeah. But it's the bad cops that get all the fucking press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's the end of my story. But systemic racism is bad, kids. 
Yeah. Don't judge a person by their fucking skin color. Judge them by what they fucking do, okay? Judge them by the color of their pegs with their light bright. Yes. <sighs> Anybody who just mishmashes your light bright, they're anarchists and you don't need that yeah, kind of no. negativity. We don't need a purple sun, okay? No, we don't. Purple rain, yes. Yes. Purple sun, no. Oh, man, I gotta... Sorry. One more <laughs> quick little tidbit. Um, I was camping with my parents one year. Yes. My parents and my little sister. Mm-hmm. And somebody thought it was a good idea to take the blackout, the black crayon. Yes. So I colored a, a, a fire truck mm-hmm. uh, with the nearest color to black for the wheels, which was purple. Yes. And it's the only thing I heard about that entire fucking camping trip. Is <sighs> Brian is a sissy, made purple wheels on the truck. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I was like, oh, dude. What the fuck? Colors are, they're not fucking gendered. No, 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 they're not. And that's the thing. God damn it, man. I had a Assume for though. any fucking second that Prince using purple affected him negatively. Dude, Prince was an arch fucking bush, man. That guy, <laughs> that guy slept with more girls than I beat off to. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I think anybody and everybody that Prince wanted, he got. Yeah, no doubt about it. Because it's fucking Prince. It's fucking Prince. <laughs> I mean, I, I could was... I could start an entire separate fucking podcast for Prince. Maybe we should. <laughs> because like, I will too... tell you, I went to Paisley Park two years ago, and it, I think about it every fucking day of my I life. I think that we should make a, an annual pilgrimage. I think that we should make that an oh, yeah. annual thing. I want to go with you. Look, if you like Prince, Minnesota is, A, very nice. The Mall of America is like 40, 30 to 40 minutes from Paisley Park. They have a Legoland in there. They do have a Legoland. When I went, uh, we actually went back. Me and Sabrina last January, just for just not to go to Paisley Park, just to go to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. They had like this huge fucking T Rex made out of Lego in like the courtyard. You know what we got to do? We got to go to their their pick and pull part and make Lego. Oh yeah, Lego people of ourselves. Now look, what I what I had envisioned for like the Patreon packs is if you are at I think the twenty dollar and above tier, you will get. A specialized minifigure of you. Oh, that's perfect. So, like, if that's something that you want, that is what you would get in the Patreon pack. Look, I live, like, 45 minutes from Water Tower Place. I will go, and I will just grab a whole bunch of Oh, yeah, we're going to make you. We'll make you. We'll do it. Yeah, I mean, Don't think we won't, because we totally will. Absolutely. I, myself, am a Lego maniac. If you want a Darth Vader helmet on, we'll get you a fucking Darth Vader (laughs) helmet. That's it? You want a cowboy hat? You want to wear a banana suit? Don't care. We'll make it happen. That's right. So. Sorry. Tangent over. Uh, they had a light bright alphabet. Which, Good say. Which I learned, and I had completely forgot. You cannot spell anything out, basically, with a light bright. Because no, the, it's like they're, trying to... they're not rows of holes. Oh, it's, no. That's it's, like... They're crisscross. Like zigzag. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you can't make a T. Right. You can probably make a Z. Or a cursive T. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to put Toys R Us, but you can't because they don't go straight up and down. They go crisscross applesauce. That's wild. Yeah. See, now I never knew that because I never had a light bright. Yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah, yeah. So basically, with a light bright alphabet, you could put the, the pegs were replaced with letters. 
Oh, okay. so basically well, like cool, you know though. like fridge magnet sized, yeah, yeah. but they they plugged into the light bright. Okay, um, and there was light bright shapes and forms, which is basically shapes and forms. Okay, then <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, but those came with like scatter not sketches, but like the plastic sheets. You can make you can make a train okay. out of like shapes and forms, okay. you know, which is cool. I'd make the Starship Enterprise, but that's just me. oh yeah. Um. There were five different picture, picture groups that you could order for only $1. With inflation, though, that's $7.54. Still, that's a pretty good deal. It's not bad. Each group included eight pre-printed sheets and ten blank sheets. You had to make your check or money order payable to Hassenfield Bros, Inc., and you had to allow 28 days for delivery. Boy, that's nothing like that Amazon two-day <laughs> prime shipping. Bet. Bet. 28 fucking days. A... If you didn't have checks, you had to do a money order. Oh, man. Which, small tangent on money orders. One time I went to Walmart to get a money order. Yeah. And the person in front of me was literally sending money to Nigeria. (laughs) Now, (laughs) this lady is whiter than snow Uh, in Antarctica. uh, uh, Okay? I'm like, listen. Tell me about your Nigerian friends. (laughs) The... The Fuck. optimist in me wants to believe that maybe she does know somebody in Nigeria. Or maybe she's sending it to, like, some kind of, like, Christian missionary right. group or something. Absolutely. But the realist in me says, you know what? Email scam, Nigerian prince. She read her email and thought, you know what? I do want to help. Because I, I do. He can help me. I can help him. We're going to both make money. Yeah, everybody's going to be happy. Sorry, you lost your fucking money. Yeah, you totally did, lady. I'm sorry. Like, how do you, how the fuck do you walk into that situation? That's like, what not to do? Yeah, it's like. I'm like, am I dreaming? Were you born yesterday? Have you not heard about these email scams? (laughs) So, yes, get your money order, make it payable to Hassenfield Bros. Which is like, okay, yeah. yeah. Drop the. Enfield and just be Hasbro. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, they had Group 100, which was for boys. Oh. Uh, that had a toy soldier, a surfer, an antique auto, an Indian chief, cowboy and Indian, a skier, a basketball player, and a steamboat. There was Group 200 for girls, which was Little Bo Peep, a pumpkin coach, a witch, a dancing ballerina, a girl in the rain, Ring Around the Rosie, which, holy fuck. Dude, that's a... If you don't know, Ring Around the Rosie is about the it's plague. It's about the plague. Yeah. Um, Ashes were the burning bodies. Yeah, you know, we all fall the, down. The, the, yeah. Uh, a fruit bowl and a flower garden. Group 300 for boys and girls. Oh, Which unisex. was a p- performing seal, a red balloon, cat on a fence, Jack be nimble, jungle scene... American Eagle, a barnyard scene, a merry-go-round, and a horse. I remember seeing the advertisements for that one because I remember the seal. I, yeah. I, I love seals. I think they're fantastic. Oh, it hell makes yeah. me sad that orcas eat them and all that. But Circle of Life and all that shit. But yeah. I don't know. Especially right. the ones with the cute little ears. This, uh, this episode is just going on tangents. but you know, Yeah, we're going off the rails here. This is going to be a rough <laughs> one. I watched a video on YouTube Yeah, of this guy. He's out on... Uh, in the water, and he sees a seal. Yeah. Is this the one that gets on the boat with him? The seal gets on the boat with him. Yeah, yeah. Because she had just lost her baby. Oh, fuck me. So, 
they get to safety, mm-hmm. and the seal's just on the edge of his boat. Yeah. <sighs> Calling oh, out for the baby, and I'm like, Fuck oh. me, dude. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, look, I do not need to be crying about seals. Like, Listen to their babies and fucking crying for them, because she has no oh. idea that it's fucking gone. I'm like, oh. See, that shit, shit happens to me. Sometimes I'll fall asleep with the TV on. Yeah. And then those, that fucking, the ASPCA, oh, God, Sarah McLaughlin commercial fuck you, comes Sarah up. McLaughlin, stop. Like, I love you, Sarah McLaughlin. I think you're beautiful. I think you're an immensely talented musician. But they, that, the way they manipulate that song to manipulate you. Oh, she, it's, she has forever tied herself to she absolutely has. dying dogs and cats. And especially because my dog's a, a rescue yeah. dog. I got him from the shelter and all yeah. that, so. I mean, my dog was a fucking street dog before. My cat? Yeah. I've had her since she was two weeks old. That, somebody tied her uh, up in a plastic bag. Meep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody tied her up. If This is when I lived in Georgia. Somebody tied her up in a plastic bag, left her in a parking lot in the middle of July. See, now that's the... Hmm. Animal cruelty is right right up there yeah. with, with the things that I will... That's a hill I will die on. Oh, absolutely. And that's a hill you will die on for abusing animals yeah. if you fucking choose to do so. If I... Hmm. Look, I can't be held responsible for any actions that I undertake if I see you abusing a dog or a cat. You know what? I'm sure the crowd that listens to this would agree. I (laughs) I would hope so. I I really hope that we have no animal abusing activists. (laughs) Oh, it's my right to punch that dog. Stop. But you know what? And that's that's part of the big paradox with me because I'm a fucking carnivore and I I love meat. Oh yeah, you know, and I love animals, but they are directly in conflict with one another. Absolutely. I hate when anything <laughs> suffers, person or beast. But their suffering is le- legendary, even in my guts. Even in my stomach. There's actually meat cooking downstairs right now for tacos, so <laughs> who are we to say anything? Gull. Uh There's another group, Group 400 for Boys and Girls, which was a windmill, a bird of paradise, the fucking clown again. Oh no! The butterflies, clown. house, snowman, lighthouse, and ducks. And then group five hundred for boys and girls: a Christmas tree, lemonade sign, mm. boy and girl, tropical fish, American flag, choo choo train, chicken, sailboat. I do remember the Christmas tree one. Really, the only good group would be three hundred because there was no overlap between any other because yeah. a lot of them are repeats like the flower garden and, and the, the house clown. and the fucking clown um not just the clown the fucking clown the fucking clown group 400 though would have been like the worst value because there were six duplicates yeah you got some some <laughs> serious like, repeats in there so i stop um over the next few years hasbro shifted the groups up a bit numbering them simply group one to five and eliminating the gender role for boys and for girls classifications the price per group increased from one dollar to one twenty five, and then later one seventy five. Damn, pushing it with inflation to thirteen dollars and nineteen cents. Okay, so that's a bit yeah harder to swallow on that one. Yeah, that's probably when they dropped the infield bros and went Hasbro, Hasbro. because yeah. then they just started like you know what behaving like the Empire from Star Wars. Yeah, do it, do it. Each group included only eight blank sheets instead of ten, and you had to allow up to six weeks for delivery what? instead of four. Man. So as shipping got easier, they made it longer. That's the worst. Um, originally, stores also sold light bright picture refills, which contained 12 light bright pictures and 25 light bright 
blanks, which is probably the better deal because you can get that white. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. No making out fucking money orders or fucking waiting six goddamn weeks. Just go to the fucking grocery store. By which point you're already fucking over it. Yeah. If you ran out of your sheets for your light bright and you're waiting six weeks, that thing's going in the closet. Oh, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Another interesting thing about the pre-printed pages is that is that they were printed on both sides with the back side containing a reversed image. Presumably this was done so that you could choose your preferred image orientation. Okay. But it didn't help that. the reusability because basically once you punched the thing, yeah, you, you got... couldn't really fucking do it again. No. That's... Because they were color-coded. Uh, yeah. Right? So like yeah. if you pop the color out, Boom, that'd it's... be like if somebody had a paint-by-number and didn't give you what color is supposed to go with the number. Yeah, like... <laughs> it was just fucking numbers on the you picture. You need like, red and there's oh, no red. Okay. Sure. Um, like me needing black for tires and having to substitute purple. purple. Yeah. However, the paper wasn't totally useless because you could still stick pegs back into all the punched holes. Yeah, but what's the fun in that? That's like basically, like, you know, like anything that you—it's like coloring. You know, you can fucking do whatever. Like That's use true. your imagination. Yeah. Just put pegs wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, damn the man. Exactly. Um... But you would have to use your imagination or the thumbnail images printed on the ordering form to decide which colors to use. Okay. Um, Eventually, Hasbro went on to release templates of licensed characters such as Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, The Smurfs, The Muppet Show, My Little Pony, Tailspin. Didn't they do Scooby-Doo? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Fraggle Rock, Mr. T, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Marvel, DC, The Real Ghostbusters... That's, That's a cartoon. Dungeons and Dragons, The Wuzzles, Bozo, Shirt Tales, Peanuts, Little's Pet Shop, Tonka, Nicktoons, Looney Tunes, Scooby Doo, Furby, Yeah, Monopoly, Mr. Potato Head, Shamu, huh. Popeye, Bob the Builder, Toy Story, Wow, uh, Powerpuff Girls, Strawberry Shortcake, Disney Princesses, Jurassic Park, Cabbage Patch Dolls, and Aladdin. That's extensive. Oh, yeah. There's so many ties to our previous episodes. Um, Which is so fucking weird that in the research for those episodes, not one of them said that there was a light bright sheet for it. You know what that reminds me of? Like, uh, fuck, Funko Pops. It's like they got the license to fucking everything. Everything. Yeah. Which, man... uh, I don't like that that's becoming the forefront of toys. Yeah, because... Because it's not a toy. No, it's a big-headed statue. It's weird. It's a bobblehead that doesn't bobble. Right. And I understand the kitschiness of it, the collectibles, but they... I've I've said this before. It's the Beanie Babies of this generation. Straight up, it is. It is. I think we'll see a lot... I'll put the picture in the show notes... Of the husband and wife couple at their divorce proceedings. Oh, sectioning off the their beanie, fucking beanie, beanie babies. babies. That's what's going to happen with somebody's Funko Pop That's collection. So I guarantee too. it. Like, no, you can just I need Dwight so from the serious. office. It's like, yeah. you are adults. Yeah. Most likely with children. <laughs> Stop fucking fighting over this piece of plastic. Yeah. But it's still in the box. Who gives a fuck? Although, what can I say? I'm a fucking collector myself. Okay, sure, yes. But your collections aren't involved. Yes. This is not just a bobblehead that doesn't yeah. bobble. Yeah, no, no, no. And trust, I I do have some Funkos. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be I a hypocrite. I have a myself, but... But I, A, I would not collect them. No. And B, I would not be like, 
Look, I have 375. Look at my collection. They're all in the box. Yeah, all in mint. Stop. Oh. You know? Don't you appreciate my wall of Funko? No, They're I don't. so catchy. The last toy I mentioned I went to. Oh, God. I'm sorry, dude. If vegan's out there, I'm sure you're fine. The last toy convention I went to was like mostly Funko Pops. Isn't that terrible? That's a problem. Uh, The the one down the street, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't buy anything last time I went because it was all fucking Funkos. And look, to each their own. Yeah. I mean, if it brings you joy, then so be it. Yeah. But you can't pretend that it's, like, breaking the fucking mold. No. You know? It, it's not. The only thing innovative about it is how they got all these licenses. I'm going to say this, and I, I think you'll agree with me. You're probably right. We're essentially the same person. Funko Pops are fat Migos. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. They'll be seen ten years down the line. Oh, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, you'll be able to pick them up for 50 cents at the oh, fucking flea market. Yep, Goodwill. Yeah? I'm sure there's some in Goodwill right now. I'm sure. Honestly. I have no doubt. Um, Whatsoever. Over the years, Lightbright was offered in different forms, including a flat screen version, which currently sells for $10. Baller! Uh, it's LED lit and runs Ooh. on three AA batteries. That's impressive. The Lightbright 3D Cube... Holy shit. Called the four share cube is an LED lit four sided cube that allowed children to play with friends or save three of their designs. That's pretty neat. I like that. It's fucking smart. Yeah. The fact that it took them that long to think of it. Right. Because you could put the light bulb in the middle of the fucking thing yeah, and have four boom. screens. It's yeah. not that hard. Um, and that's FX, a drunk party game. Oh, absolutely, dude. Um, I'm surprised they haven't figured out a way to integrate Pictionary into light bright. Oh, that's brilliant. You know? Copyright that shit so has Fuck it, I'm gonna write <laughs> I'm gonna fucking be like, hey, do this and give me some kickbacks. Yeah, just just a little payola. That's um, all I ask for. Uh an FX edition that spins and play music. Well oh, that's cool. Plays music, yeah. A travel version, uh a world's smallest version, which my friend Brian, who I play Not Overwatch with, uh actually sent us one. It is, it's, it fits in the palm of your hand. It's very cute. It is. It's smaller than Derek Zoolander's phone. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good one. Thanks. Um, the files are in the computer? <laughs> uh, there's a shitload of apps and, like, virtual Lightbright websites. Oh, I bet there are. Yeah. Uh, they actually made, like, a dual thing with uh, spin art. There's a no Lightbright shit. spin art. Basically, like, you add fluorescent uh, paint to a blank piece of paper on a spinning tablet. I like that. And it's, like, the light bright colors and shit. That's kind of cool. You know, it's, like, LED lit, so it fucking pops. Damn. Yeah. That's smart. Uh, And that brings us to our little pop-up professor, the fact in the box. In February 2013, St. Paul, Minnesota artist Takumba Aiken designed the world's largest functional light bright. A Guinness World Record judge counted a total of more than 596,000 light bright pegs. Holy fuck. Making St. Paul the home of the new world record. That's yeah. impressive. Again, with the Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Uh, there is a neon art museum in New York called Light Bright Neon. 
That's cool. It lands in at number 55 in Time's Top 100 Toys. Huh. Lower than Viewmaster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but higher than Speaking Spell and uh, Simon. Uh, I, I agree with that placing then, yeah. because I, I think that, that Lightbright is better than both Simon and Speaking yeah. Spell. And definitely less demonic. Oh, for sure. Although you probably, probably could put 666 and the or, fucking clown, okay? Yeah, that fucking clown is That's pretty no damn good. Uh, one of the most unique uses of the Light Bright ever was to come from a Waco, Texas-based band, David Crowder Band. They used Light Bright in a music called SMS Shine, employing stop-motion animation with absolutely no computer graphics or special effects. The band members and 83 of their closest friends used more than 700,000 vintage light bright pegs to create the video over the course of 2,150 hours and 148 pizzas. Two? How many hours? 2,150. Now look. That's a lot of, that's a lot of time. I will link it because it is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah. The band Eh. sounds like a Matchbox 20 kind of like rip-off band, but the video itself is worth a look because they really took the fucking time to do it. Yeah. And let me just say this. If you're going to rip off a band, Matchbox 20 is not the band to rip off. (laughs) No. Because seriously, like, look, Rob Thomas, if you're listening, which I doubt, I'm sorry, your voice is terrible. The things you do with your voice are terrible. Matchbox make... 20 is just 90s, early 2000s, Maroon 5. Oh, good call. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. God, I hate Maroon 5, too. Sorry, uh, not sorry, Ed Levine. Ah! Oh. So, and the last one is that it's really, like, the only toy, aside from, like, I would say maybe, like, little cars, yeah. to rival Lego in terms of excruciating foot pain. You can't see a peg, but it sure as hell can see you. Yeah. And it's got a plan. Oh, yeah. And it's angry. Because, like, you haven't had a light bright, but you did have a battleship. Oh, yeah. And you know stepping on those motherfuckers. It's not fun. The battleship ones are a little bit more pliable than light bright. But they're blunt. Oh, yeah. And they're going to pierce the skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harder. That's why, like, people could lay on a nail of beds, but, like, if you tried laying on three nails, you're you're getting fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You step on one Lego or one fucking light bright peg, you're going to feel it. Yeah, you're going to be light brighting your foot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so we've arrived at the end of another wild ride here at Toys R Us. If you like what you heard and you'd like to support us, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Uh, Again, they're, like, make or break. Definitely. Um, unfortunately. Like, like I said before, they're the Hasbro of fucking podcasting. And I'm just throwing this out there. We're not above begging. Oh, no. I'll at, fucking... At I got these cheeseburgers, man. Man, I got this light bright. <laughs> I, got, I got these pegs, man. I got these pegs, man. Um, If you'd really like to support us, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Toys R Us podcast. We have several tiers, as cheap as $3, and each one, I think, has, like, a pretty badass reward to it. It's got, I think it's a good value. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, remember to light up your life, and remember you will always be a Toys R Us kid. I'd like to thank our producer-level patrons, including Jeremy, Jessica, Natalie, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, Patrick, Juanita, Shannon, and Steven. Thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to us. 